0: Hello, everybody. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Barb Knows Best, the podcast. I am your co-host, Michelle Maros, and I am thrilled to be sitting here across the table from my mom, Barb, for another conversation about the wild life that we lead. Hi, mom.
1: Hi, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Yes, you know, probably one of my favorite quotes is that Mary Oliver quote. Just what will you do with your one wild and precious life? Because life is wild.
0: Life can be very... Wild and precious.
1: Wild and precious. You know, in the last episode, we talked about some of those... We talked about messy and authentic being together in the same sentence. Wild and precious can be together in the same sentence, which I love. And I just love having these conversations. Here we are just off the bat talking about wild and precious life.
0: Fabulous. Um, So... Here we are.
1: This is a very timely conversation since we are in...
0: Tis the season. We are in the holiday season. It has happened. It has started. Festive times are here. I personally, this year was like, I'm ready to just dive in to holiday cheer. I'm Usually I try to be more restrained. I wait until post-Thanksgiving to really allow myself to be full festive mode. But I don't know, this year just has not been it. It's been really dark and really difficult and really upsetting on a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of sad stuff happening in the world, difficulty in personal life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I am full Christmas. I'm ready or any holiday. I'm festive, full festive Full festivities commence because I am just leaning in to the tiny joys of happy holiday season.
1: You have. You didn't even let your birthday, which is November 4th, you didn't even let that pass before you started putting up Christmas stuff and no, holiday usually stuff I, I and don't. Hallmark movies and all the joyful things that you love to have up. Actually, our colleague Lauren, her birthday's October 31st. You didn't even wait for Halloween to be over. So
0: No, I was just ready. Yeah, yeah you're I, ready. I just wanted to feel la 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 and disassociate from the rest of of life. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> it has been a challenging year. It has I can say that for sure. We've talked about that on several episodes this year. And I think it's up for everyone as it always is, the holiday season. One of the little caveats here where we live in South Florida is Florida not only is it the holiday season, it's it's the beginning of the season season where everyone
0: like the busy season,
1: yeah, the busy season where traffic gets a whole lot more unmanageable.
0: I wish you could have just seen her face as because she was talking what, about that.
1: I didn't even know what you're like you look
0: like so upset,
1: <laughs> well, just everything is just busier, yeah, everything is busier. Traffic is crazy. Walking around is hard. It's just busier. Grocery stores are really, really crowded. Uh, so anyway, we want to talk about the holiday season and this is always the time of year that we share some of our insights and some of the personal things that we've been going through and how we've managed some of it. And also year after year, how we can really maintain our presence during times of stress during the holiday season and really embody what it means to be where your feet are. Just what we talk about a lot on the episodes, like really being present to the moment, but also being present to whatever it is that we truly desire for this moment in time and what are some of the things that take us out on a daily basis as we're starting to get ready for the holiday season or we're in the middle of the holiday season. And I think it's always a good time to talk about how can we preventatively can be more present and be more authentic and not feel like we have to be something other than who we are and be perfect.
0: Oh, I thought when you said be perfect, I thought that you were making a joke of like, oh, that we all have to be perfect this, this year, but I got, you were saying we can't be perfect.
1: No. And that was, I mean, I think I've really moved through that over the past, I don't know, 50 well, years. Well, you,
0: you certainly, yeah. for my whole life, I think you held an expectation for yourself that you had to make the holidays perfect for everybody. And by everybody, I mean like our family, but also like the community and extended family and... Everybody. Everybody. Yes, everybody. Which is quite a heavy load to bear. It's quite
1: a monumental task that is actually impossible. So I think I've moved through that feeling of needing to do that year after year. And I just really feel... I want to share this episode and maybe we'll do a part two of this episode. I just want to share the feeling of just being you and being present and being fully embodied in what it means to end a year, what it means to be in a holiday season. Like, How can we find the tiny joys, Michelle, that you talk about so often, just to find the tiny joys and the fun Mm -hmm. and the relaxation into the moment, Like, just to take a breath and how can I just really be relaxed in this moment without any of the pressures. And I know we have the pressures, but how can we manage them? I mean, because they're going to come. I mean, trying to think, thinking that we're not going to have the feelings of overwhelm or pressure or perfectionism or whatever it is, is not realistic. So we do have all of this. It actually just, it just magically happens during the holiday season where we feel like all these things have to get done, but how can we manage them? in a way that we're we're being more present than usual and we're just feeling some of the tiny joys and we go to bed at night feeling like, okay, this is actually a good day. You know, I, I, I had some ups and downs, but tomorrow's a new day. Let me let this day go. And I really can feel in this moment and present to what matters most to me.
0: Yeah. And... So many feelings come up during the holiday season, so many expectations, so many um, ideals, so many, so much pressure. And I think we get, I know we always turn to you all, our lovely listeners for topic requests and hands down without a question. One of our most requested topic requests is dealing with family, dealing with, in-laws dealing with um, expectations from family. And that is true year round. But then of course we get into the holiday time where I feel like all of those feelings and expectations are like kicked into overdrive. It's like on steroids. So um, we wanted to take this episode and maybe next week's episode, if it goes into two parts to share some of our insights about... Managing family and managing our own expectations for the holiday season and really being in our power and having a choice as far as how we participate, how we show up, how we engage and um, feeling really like grounded and confident within ourselves to really go through the holiday season. Because I used to feel like I said at the beginning, I love the holiday season. I'm like a super freak about the holiday season. I always have since I was a kid. I love the Hallmark movies. I love the cheesy happiness. I love the festivities. I love the treats. I love all of it. And for a lot of my life, I would have such a excitement and expectation for the holiday season that a lot of times I would let myself get let down because it didn't necessarily meet my expectations. And I feel like at this stage in my life, I've sort of managed to let go of expectations, but also choose how I want to engage so that it can be what I want it to be. And that's been a really great part of my life and how I approach the holidays. Um, And lots of other things that we're going to talk about.
1: Well, you always say, I I love this. You say it all, you say it often, actually, how do I want to feel? You know, ask yourself, how do I want to feel? And then take the actions and do the things that, you know, present the best scenario of you being able to feel that way. So I love that. How do you want to feel this holiday season? So I just throw that out there, you know, take a moment just to pause for just a, just a moment here as we're talking, how do you want to feel? What are some of the feelings that you would love to feel during this season? And it's very powerful to name how you want to feel and allowing that intention to to direct what thoughts you're going to allow to, to remain in your mind that are going to bring up the pressure or the overwhelm or the expectations. How do I want to feel? And I just want to repeat again, I am so hooked into our message from the previous uh, episode on journaling, when you said that messy and authentic can be the same,
0: they are the same,
1: and they are the same. <laughs> I
0: Not- know you don't want to <laughs> fully <laughs> it's <hard>. commit. <laughs>
1: it's hard for me to fully believe that. I I think that's going to be what I'm going to embrace for the rest of the season because let's face it, you and I. Your birthday's November fourth. Mine is this week. I mean whenever this episode airs, but your birthday is November. Mine's the middle of November, November 17th. And then we click right into, in the United States, Thanksgiving. And then we click into Hanukkah. Then we click into Christmas. Then we click into New Year's. So it's like, where we have to be able to be the author and the creator and the owner and the boss of our own lives to be able to take a breath. And oftentimes if I get so caught up in the celebrations of all of the birthdays and the Thanksgivings and Hanukkah and Christmas and New Year's. I can even feel myself right now, you know, a little bit breathless in talking about it all. So I really want to feel, I really want to allow myself to be messy. If I want to cry, if I want to feel disappointed, if I want to feel this is really hard or, and I also want to be, because that is going to be my authentic self. So I won't have this unrealistic expectation of how do I want to show up here for the next few months? And I could actually just show up with the intention of feeling authentic, feeling joyful, feeling that I am the best version of me in this moment right now. And I want to honor that.
0: And also thinking about showing up authentically and it being okay that it doesn't look like what other people think that it should should with like quotation marks around it because I think one of the biggest pressures that we all feel when it comes to the holidays is like what do our holidays look like from the outside in do we have the big family together celebrating everybody's happy everyone's cheery and festive and just cute you know stereotypical holiday cheer um I think when our lives don't match up to those like societal expectations, we think that there's something wrong with us and it's just not true. Our lives and our holidays and our celebrations can look however we want them to. And I feel like this was true for my birthday this year, like much like, Christmas, I love birthdays. I love fun. I love celebrations. I love feeling like childlike joy and it being, you know, totally allowed. And usually I have a lot of high expectations for my birthday of like doing something fun and exciting and totally out of the norm of like what I would usually do in my day-to-day life to make it feel special. And this year I didn't really want to make any plans. I had been traveling. So that was a great way to celebrate too. But, um, honestly, all I really wanted was to just like have a quiet day at home, hang out. Like maybe some friends could come over if they wanted to. I wanted to put on Hallmark. I wanted to do a puzzle that someone gave me uh, a Charlotte puzzle. So that was like my day is set. And I remember saying to someone like, you know, I think I'm good with just like hanging out at home and just relaxing.
1: That someone was me.
0: I said it to a lot of people. You know I was like shocked, but, um, the someone that i was talking to was like well no like you can't do that on your birthday you have to like go out and and do something fun and and really celebrate and you know you can always be at home or whatever and you know that's kind of those expectations and truly what made me happy was was doing what i said that i wanted to do and it doesn't matter that it didn't look like a huge you know party with lots of people or a special um thing you know out of the ordinary it was honoring my wants and desires for like the celebration and letting myself have it and being content with it. And it's okay that it doesn't necessarily look like what other people think that it should.
1: And I do have to say, you were, you were living your life that day and that moment to moment from the inside out. You were in pure joy. You were so happy the whole day. And I could just feel your energy was content. You were so content, so happy being with the people that you love. And I, it was, it was really a magical feeling. I'm using that word magical a lot because it just feels like if we can tap into the magic of our lives, that's actually there in any given moment when we're present to what it is we truly want. And I think you were, you were in, this is how you wanted to feel. And it was, it was really joyful. It was really and I, I, I don't, I, I think you're right. Cause I always have these expectations too. So it was really interesting for me to settle into, wait, this is what she wants. <clears throat> Stop trying to make it something other than what she wants, thinking that you have to impose a certain expectation of what it used to be, because I know that your birthdays and holidays are really important to you. So it was really wonderful. And I think it was a good teaching it was a very good teaching moment. And I think we can carry that into the rest of the year. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to just be content into what is.
0: Yeah. And I say that as, you know, tying it back into the holiday season with there's something really freeing with giving yourself the permission to choose how you want to celebrate things and not being so in the habit of things. Like I know in different chapters of our lives, like holiday would come, we would do this. This would come, we would do this. And there was no thought or question of like, what do we want to do? It was just, this is what we do. And I know sometimes it can be hard because there's probably lots of dynamics at play within family and and all of that. But just asking yourself how you want to celebrate And how you want to spend the next few weeks, the last few weeks of this year. And just seeing like what is up for you and what are your actual desires. Like it's been a hard year. There's a lot of really intense things happening. Maybe you don't want to travel for the holidays and you just want to be at home and and feel comfortable and just, you know, in your own space. Maybe you want to. Go visit a friend who is going to be extra, you know, like ask yourself what you want and maybe let yourself be open to different possibilities than you usually do um, because you think you have to.
1: And I think that can start with, I love what you're saying, Michelle, because I feel like that can start with having a conversation with yourself and sitting with yourself. We talk a lot about meditation and mindfulness just being with yourself in the moment and tapping into what do I really want? How do I want to feel? What are my desires for this moment? What are my desires for the next few weeks? What 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 would bring me the most happiness and joy and love of the people that I'm going to be with, of the holidays and of the present moment? So I think it starts with you being able to tap into yourself and understanding and having a conversation with yourself, just sitting in some quiet time, noticing your breath and engaging with yourself, you know, how do I want to feel? What do I want this holiday season or these moments to look like? Right. And then when you're done with that, when you actually are able to tap into that, but of course, if we're with family members and stuff, we have to compromise. We have to actually be a part of the family dynamic. If that's what's, what's happening for you and during the holiday season, then you, then you communicate that to the people that you usually spend the holidays with. Look, this is, I've been giving this a lot of thought and let's have a little conversation. I just want to, I want to know how you feel. How would you like for this to, and just start gently with a conversation about collectively, how would you want the holidays to go mm-hmm. and and be honest and and share? You know, usually, you and I have talked about this a lot, Michelle. I've said, usually I, I, want, it, I want it to be perfect. I want it to be exactly this way. And I think one of the things that I've really noticed about myself is that I had so many expectations of what it, what it is. And you're right. You said this a few minutes ago, Michelle, that it was like automatic pilot. Okay. We do this and we do this and we do this and we do this and like checking the boxes off of what do we do for the holiday season. So maybe stick your foot into something a little bit different this year and just What could, what could you do a little bit differently that could bring about a feeling of contentment or bring about a feeling of togetherness in this present moment? Yeah. I think that's how I've really been looking at it. What, what do I, what do I really want and how can I communicate that, my needs to those that I love and how together collectively can we share in this moment of joy and of presence because there is so much heartache in the world today so much heartache. And so I, I really want to make a point of being present. My, You know, you, you see that quote, your presence is my present. It's so true. I feel like for you and I, Michelle, like being present with each other, we were on this trip to celebrate our birthdays and all of that. I think my most joyful time was we were so present with each other. Mm-hmm. We had no expectations of each other. We had no expectations of the trip. We just really flowed with the moment. We flowed with whatever life you know, put in our path. And if we could do a semblance of that during this holiday time, it would be so beautiful. And so as we share this with all of you, where is a moment that you could create that feeling
0: mm-hmm. of
1: whatever it is that you want to feel? There has to be a, a moment or a place. And I think if you engage the people that you're celebrating with and the people that you love, you could collectively come up with, with a way to make your presence, the present mm-hmm. of the holiday so- of the holiday time.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Let's take a quick break, and we're back. I do, I do really love what you were just saying about your presence, and you know, sometimes i th- I think that we forget how much our presence and our energy influences a situation, and how much power we actually have to change a dynamic or to shift the energy with our presence and and so thinking about that and how do you want to show up for you know these next few weeks and being really intentional with how you're spending your time and your energy is a really important practice and also Allowing yourself to have boundaries and to say no to things. I think one of the biggest feelings of overwhelm that so many of us feel during this time is we're asked to do a million things. We get all of these invites. We're asked to be at all of these places, to show up to all of these events, to host for our families or to whatever it might be, for school, for work, There's just so many different avenues that we're being asked to show up for. And maybe if it's even right now, as we're kind of at the beginning of this chapter of the season, like getting clear with like what you do and don't want to do and letting giving yourself permission to say no to some things that maybe you're just not interested in this year and being okay with setting boundaries. Or maybe you you know, say yes to certain things, but you say, I can only stay for an hour or just kind of pre-preparing yourself for the onslaught of invitations so that you know how to handle them when they come. Because I think once you get into the swing of things and once everything starts coming in and you're already overwhelmed, we have a tendency to just like pile on and say yes without even really thinking about if it's something that we actually want to do.
1: And I think in alignment with what you talked about with boundaries, it, boundaries can be a a tricky word sometimes, especially during the holiday season. Because how do you set boundaries during the holiday season? Everybody just wants to do whatever they want to do. There's that that mindset, I think, that this is what we always do, so we do it. And we just try to make the best of it. And so instead of having that mindset, the idea of having the conversation ahead of time, I'm really, I think that's, you and I have been doing this a lot. We're really sharing our feelings and We went on this trip, we were in alignment. We didn't really want to have a lot of things planned. We didn't really want to feel like our days were packed. We really wanted to enjoy each moment. Mm -hmm. I let you be you, you let me be me. And it was just very amazing. And so I think to try to find a little version of that for all of you listening, think about the conversations that you don't want to engage while we're during the holidays. Because I think that's, for me, that has always been a huge trigger. So with everything that's happening in life and everything that's happening in the world and everything that happens in general all the time, think of the things that you really, those awkward conversations or those invasive-like questions or those uncomfortable political disagreements or the frustrating small talk, think of the things that you want to, to have a hard line on that you don't want to have conversations about during the holiday time. The holiday time is not the time to talk about politics. Not the time to talk about uh, when are you going to get married or whatever. All those pesky questions that come up are those intimate questions. It's not. It's the time to be light. For me, this is my own opinion. Holiday time is the time to be light, to feel free, to enjoy the present moment. It's not the time to try to change anyone's beliefs. It's not the time to try to challenge anyone's beliefs. This is my own opinion it's the, there are, there are, you know, what, nine, 10 more months, 11 more months in the year that we can talk about all those things. Oh, I was like, no, why would we want to talk about those things during a holiday dinner or during a gathering? So I think those are, those are the things that used to bring me a lot of anxiety trying to be, cause I'm always wanting to, I'm I always want to be the interceptor. You know, okay, what am I going to do if this comes up? How am I going to handle this? What am I going to do about this? How do, I, how do I move the conversation into something different? So maybe up front, let the people, your loved ones know, let's really try to be present in this holiday and stay happy and joyful, giving gratitude for everything that we have, sending gratitude and love and prayers to all those that are suffering. And let's not try to have our own personal... Um, Conversations about what we think is right and wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I said that. I don't know if that came out no, the I, way I was hoping that it would. But I just feel like there there's always a guardedness, or uh, for me, it's always been a lot of anxiety of of trying to manage conversations, or manage the talk, yes. or manage the mood, or manage the responses, or you manage the, the energy. Yeah. I'm the I'm the fixer, and I'm the manager. So I don't know. The only way that I know to do that is just to be upfront in the most kind and loving way and let people know what I need or what I think or how I feel. Right. You know, if somebody doesn't agree with me or doesn't agree with you, if you want to set a boundary about not talking about politics, let's say, then that's a whole different story. Um, I, I think I can remember one episode once with my family where that whole conversation came up and I said, you know what? I'm just... I'm just not comfortable talking. I just want to have fun. I just want to. And I remember somebody saying to me, "What? You just never want to have the difficult conversations." And I said, "I do. I just don't want to do it right now." And they, there were other people that wanted to engage in that. So I remember just saying, "You know what? It's fine. I'll come back when you guys are done." Or I mean, it's really difficult, and I think that's what causes us so much anxiety. So having the conversation ahead of time can be an actual help and a resource that you can have in your back pocket, so you maybe you don't have to uh, face that situation.
0: And I think like you said, coming up with some sort of line that you can say to people that you have in your back pocket of how you want to respond to some of those questions that you were talking about that are so uncomfortable, whether it's talking about politics, but for me, you know, the questions of, Oh, are you, are you seeing someone? When are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Um, What's work like? Like like, you know, well, the work question's fine, but it's more the personal stuff. Um it's people talking about your weight, your appearance, you know, all those things that are kind of stereotypes for how we envision those awkward family conversations. I think they're stereotypes for a reason because they actually happen. And I know I used to hate getting caught off guard, even though I knew it was gonna happen, getting asked some of those questions. And I've found it's really helpful for me to think about how I want to respond when they come up beforehand so I can not feel caught off guard. I can say what I want to say or shut it down if I want to shut it down and not be so reactive to it. Well, because let's face it,
1: not only is the holiday time not a time to talk about controversial questions or conversations, it's not, it, we're, not at our, we're not at our ultimate energy levels you know, the holidays bring up bring about where we try to pack in even more than a 24-hour day than we normally do. I know for me, I feel like I'm on overdrive or I'm trying to do, I was trying to do everything. So my 24-hour day felt more tiring, more overwhelming at times because we're trying to pack it all in. We got we to get it all done before, you know, the Hanukkah gets here, before Christmas gets here, before the new year gets here. And I think that we are... We are not at our best to have a conversation that is that, that uh, possibly that explosive or possibly that um, difficult. So I think in the spirit of fun or ease or joy or happiness or lightheartedness, I think it's really important to make sure that we're not trying to do too many things and have the conversations that are going to possibly upset the whole day. And really set that intention of the joy, the ease, the fun, the lightheartedness. Because these are the people that we love, right? I mean, these are the people that we love, or these are the people that are in our lives. And can we, for this one moment, put aside all the differences and just be? It's, it's a very interesting situation, I think, that we all find ourselves in at certain times during the holidays. And I think the only way that I can do that is by also taking care of myself on the back end not packing my day in every little thing that has to get done, not being a perfectionist, giving myself some downtime, making sure that I'm doing my practices in the day, having my meditations and doing the things that I need to do to fortify myself and making sure I'm not trying to go above and beyond what I'm capable of. Yeah. I don't know if that made any sense either. Is This an interesting time. I think we have this conversation a lot during the holidays because it's it's really... Interesting what it brings up, I think, for all of us. And I would ask this question of everyone. We tend to kind of abandon some of the things that we know that we need or the practices that we do, thinking that we don't have the resources, we don't have the time because we have to do all these other things for everybody else. But it's so important for us to do the things for ourselves as well. I think that's how I'm feeling. Like I have to take care of myself.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I love to take care of other people. I love to fix things. I love to help the world. But I really want to make sure that I'm taking care of myself so that I can be that lighthearted or easy, joyful person that I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, I think oftentimes in the past with holidays, you would get so stressed and overwhelmed that it sometimes could take away your joy.
1: You know, think about it. Do we just want to get through it? Right. I think in life, that's where... I feel like this year has brought about a sense in me. I don't want to just get through things anymore. Hmm. I used to sometimes, it was so hard, and especially the past few years, but I'd think, oh, I made it through the day. And sometimes that's good. I mean, sometimes that's fine, making it through the day. Wow, I made it through another day. And which is, I'm not saying anything is wrong with that, and that is certainly how we're going to feel from time to time. But for the majority of the time to feel like you're making it through the day, it's, it's given me a sense of pause. Like, wow, I, I really don't want to just make it through the day. I want to make the day the best possible day it can be in the present moment, given how I'm feeling or given what's happening. And if I need to take a break, I'll take a break. So it's interesting to move that into the holiday time as well. And I think you said it earlier saying no to things that I don't want to do. I've said no to so many things the past couple of months. And I think even more so not feeling like, My time has to be spent doing things, not necessarily that I don't want to do, but doing things even if I do want to do them, maybe I don't need to, or maybe it's not in my best interest or really looking at what is asking yourself, what is in my best interest right now and what can I do and what do I not need to do, you know, to, to show up as my present self and being where my feet are, getting enough food, getting enough sleep, getting all the things that we need to do and relying on the practices that you do do to fortify you and don't abandon those especially during the holidays.
0: I agree. The practices are so important and taking time for ourselves are so important and <clears throat> excuse me, reconnecting with ourselves throughout like taking temperature checks of ourselves so that we can say like okay, how am I doing here? How am I feeling here? Is so important because that can really guide us and help us to make choices and set boundaries and engage in conversations in a way that's aligned and authentic to who we are.
1: So I think the biggest tip that we could pass along is to remember your power is in being, allowing yourself to be messy because messiness is authenticity. According to Michelle Maros. Yes. And doing what you need to do, feeling your feelings, feeling your emotions, And if you're feeling lonely or if you're feeling disappointed, if you're feeling a lot of grief, grief has been coming up a lot for me in the past few months as well. It's just interesting, you know, Mm -hmm. how holidays just bring up a lot of stuff, but grief has been coming up a lot for me. And the whole idea of the holidays don't have to be wrapped with merriment and cheer and all of that. They need to be wrapped with authenticity continuing to feel the feelings and emotions that are coming up in every moment. And if you're feeling sad, it's okay to be sad. Allowing yourself to feel sad, allowing yourself to even feel lonely. If you're feeling lonely, I think that's how I'm trying to live as I'm coming out of this really difficult year of 2023. What do I need and what feelings am I having and what is, what is going to serve me, which will ultimately serve the whole, because my life is all about um, giving and helping and loving and all of the things. So it's very, it's very reflective. I'm feeling very reflective.
0: I can see that. I like it. Let's take another quick break. And we're back. So I think ultimately what we wanted to share with you all this week talking about the holidays and the thing that really keeps coming up for me when I'm thinking about this is really remembering that you have a choice I think so often we think that we don't have a choice that we can't choose who we want to be with how we want to spend our time that we have to do things because this is how we always do them that we have to go the place, go certain places because that's where we always go, that we have to show up to all the places because that's what we've always done in the past. And I think the more we can start to break down that mindset that we have to do things the same because it's how we've always done it and committing to checking in with yourself and your family or your kids or your partner or your friends to seeing like, what do you really want out of this season. And maybe it's something totally different than what you're used to and being open to that and being open to choosing something different because that's where you are in this moment in time and choosing something that's authentic to you. Like you were saying, even if it's messy, you know, I think I, I remember one time when I was younger, I think we chose not to go somewhere for a holiday and it felt a little messy. And I remember giving you a hard time about it, but that's what was the right thing to do. And even if it's messy, if you're honoring yourself in a way that's kind, obviously um, that's what you need to do for yourself. I think life is overwhelming enough and, We always feel so much pressure and stress. And if we can start to speak up for ourselves in a way that's aligned and that's kind, but that's also in alignment with how we want to feel, we can relieve some of the stress that the holidays can bring. And I think this, if all of you listening, I think this may sound like, oh yeah,
1: sure. We can't how do we do this? We can't, we have to do this or we have to do that. Our family members are expecting this family members are expecting that. So really what Michelle and I are suggesting as well is just find one way, right? Just find one way this holiday season that you're honoring yourself. Find one way that you really feel like this is who I am. This is, this is how I feel. This is what I want. So we said this at the end of the last episode Michelle received a birthday greeting this year that that basically said, happy birthday, Michelle. I hope one day you will get over the silliness and the silliness meaning her feelings. And so it enraged me.
0: As we can tell, she's putting it on blast.
1: Well, because I think it's, I, I want to share it. We... Our whole point of the podcast, our whole point of our existence with the work that we do is to share our personal experiences and what we feel and how we move through them to live the best life that we can possibly live because it's hard. And I don't want people to ever think that our lives aren't as hard as, as the next person's. And we all lived difficult, hard lives to the extent. I mean, certainly on a different scale, you know, every person is different. I'm not trying to say that that my life is any worse or any better. It's just that life is hard. And so what I took out of that message is your feelings are silly. How you're acting is silly. How you're behaving is silly. Your emotions are silly. Silly. What a condescending, Mm. deplorable word to use. And so I, I'm bringing this up because it, is there one, one small thing that you can do this hol- holiday season that honors your feelings, that honors your emotions, that y- you are not silly. We are not silly. Our feelings are not silly. We matter. Everything that happens to us matters. We matter as human beings. We are worthy. And you're not alone if you're feeling like your feelings and your emotions and the, th- and the ways that you want to live your life are not honored. Right or they're not being met. You're not alone out there. We We all have certain areas. So if you can just find one way, I keep harping on this. If you can just find one way to honor yourself this holiday season, I believe you will find that it nourishes you a lot. It gives you that, when we talk about own your power, use your power, use your voice, or find the calming practices that you have that will help you feel in the moment. All of that will start to come into play when you honor yourself with one way that you feel seen or you feel heard or you feel present. My message for this year is be present, be present, be where your feet are, honoring yourself in this moment of being present. And we can really honor ourselves, I believe for me, everything that I share is about me. I mean, I've been telling you my own experiences is that when I can be present in the moment, I, I have to actually, what am I trying to say? So I can be present in the moment when I'm honoring myself. It's hard to be in the present moment if we're not caring and honoring ourselves, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's hard to be present if I'm not thinking that I matter or if I'm not thinking that I'm worthy or if I'm thinking my feelings are silly. It's, it's so absurd. And so I just want all of you listening to know that you matter and find that one way that you can feel comfortable and present in the moment.
0: I agree. And I think, you know, life is an interesting journey and sometimes things don't go as you want for them to. And sometimes things are uncomfortable But I think the more that we get into the habit and the practice of advocating for ourselves and our needs, even when it's uncomfortable and keep planting the seeds for that, you can create a situation that is more in alignment with who you are and what you want. And I think so often, like I said before, I would have such high expectations for holiday season And would oftentimes be let down mostly because of family dysfunction. I mean, right. Families can be dysfunctional. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't want to say something that you were like, what? Oh,
1: no, of course. You don't think I know our family's dysfunctional? I mean, I would imagine everybody out there could raise their hand to some sort of dysfunction somewhere along the line. So absolutely. Our family, look. We have alcoholism. We have all kinds of stuff in our family. So absolutely. It's and we
0: had a lot of volatile personalities. Yes.
1: A lot of volatile personalities, a lot of strong wills.
0: And so I say, I'm not, you know, piling onto the people, but I'm saying these past few years for us have been like an unraveling of the dysfunction. And it's like step-by-step standing up for yourself and what you want. And like we always say to trust your timing and you don't know the timing in which your life will unfold. But I think here we are at this place where now we have choice. We can choose how we want to spend our holiday. We can choose who we want to be with and we can choose things that bring us joy and we don't have the dysfunction that's like the gray cloud over all of it. But that took time and it was like a process of year after year, just making small little shifts. And so I think don't discount the small actions and steps that you make within your own families of shifting the narrative or shifting the energy or shifting the dynamic because you can get to a place where there's peace. It's just, I don't think things resolve themselves overnight.
1: That's really well said, Michelle. That's why I think it takes one little small step.
0: That's what I said. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was, yeah, echoing what you said. Like it's one little small thing where you're honoring yourself because I believe during these stressful times, not just holiday season, anytime we're feeling stress, what is one of the biggest feelings we have along with that stress or the anger or resentment? We're feeling like we're not being seen or heard. We're feeling like we don't have any power. We're feeling like we don't matter. I really... Can't emphasize this enough, that the more you can embody the love and the care and the specialness of you, the more that does start to shift the narrative, as you said, Michelle, it starts to shift the energy. The more that you really care about yourself and not in a, not in a narcissistic, you know, yeah. selfish way of, of taking it all in and you know, help with everybody else that's around me, we're not even talking about that at all. You know, sometimes there's dysfunction in a family that, that has, to, has to be unraveled like ours has been. There are many families that aren't like that. So we're not, we're not telling you to go in and throw a bomb in the, in the family holiday season, but just to start to find this small little ways that you can honor yourself. I mean, how many times has I said that? Like 10? I think I've said that quite a bit. It really will matter. It will matter It will matter how you feel. It will matter about your energy and how you show up. It will, be, it will help you go a long way in showing up in a way that is in alignment with who you are and how you want to feel and what you want to happen for this season. I just really believe, and I, I'll end with this, that you can't, you can't, you can't abandon yourself. You can't, yeah. you can't put a costume on and, you know, brace yourself for whatever it is you need to do, with it, knowing that it'll all be over January 1st, 2025 or 2024. <laughs> Oh, I just fed up a year. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it, that doesn't, life doesn't work that way. It just truly doesn't work that way. Our bodies don't work that way. Our our inner souls don't work that way. We, we want to be acknowledged. We want to be seen. We want to be felt. We want to be heard. And so if you can start acknowledging and feeling and hearing your inner self and finding that one way uh, to take care of yourself and honor yourself, it will mean everything. I truly believe it will mean everything. I certainly have felt the presence and I felt the shift in me.
0: Definitely. I think when you care about yourself in that way, you can make choices that are in alignment with it, but then show up in a, in a festive way.
1: Well, and I think then the things that, the things that, the things that really, really, really bother you, and I'm not talking about the, the the things that are offensive or the things that are 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 absolutely no, but some of the little things that bother us that really don't matter with other people they tend to kind of go by the wayside. You, you don't because you have your own sense of self. You you're strong. You're powerful, and so the little things out there don't penetrate you and bring you down. I I just think it's it's. For me, it's been a a life changer to start to honor myself in, in, in any way that I possibly can, but to, uh, but starting from, you know, small way, start to honor yourself in one small way, that one thing that will help you feel joy and feel like you matter and make you feel the power that is you.
0: Yeah. And in that same vein, like let yourself be creative with the things that you want to participate in that bring you joy and maybe you start a new tradition or bring in a new fa- family favorite. You know, like I think one of the things that would always be a damper for me during the holidays is like doing the, the same things the same way because we have to, because it's the way it's always been done. And we have to do this on this day and this on this day and eat this on this day and and do this then. and just never feeling like there was space for being creative with it or changing it up or adding in something that's fun for somebody else. And I think having that flexible mindset of we can, we can change tradition. We can add in things that bring us joy. We can be open to suggestion or new ideas um, that we hadn't done in the past. And I think encouraging like flexibility and choice in the season has been a huge game changer for me. I remember like one Christmas recently, like I made a, some random dish cause I saw it on a website and it looked fun to make. And you guys were like, why are you making that? That's not really like a holiday dish. I'm like, cause I want to. And like you let me, even though everyone thought it was weird and it turned out mediocre, but like you were open to letting me just like play and have fun and do something different. And I think if nothing else this season, just being flexible in our mindsets, being flexible in our expectations, being open to new things, being open to new experiences and doing things that are intriguing and exciting for you and not questioning it. Um, Allowing yourself to just be playful in that sense, but in a way that's like, restorative and taking care of yourself. Like in that same story, when I wanted to make that random dish, it was like really complicated and hard and messy. And you were like, are you sure you want to do that? That seems like a lot of work. And you know what? I just wanted to do it and it brought me joy. And so just allowing yourself to be in that mindset too of optimism, curiosity, flexibility, and really choosing, choosing things for you even if it's something really small, like making some random dish. Um, it's, it really is like those tiny joys that can set the tone.
1: And I think, I, you know what, I remember that whole episode. And one of the things that brought me so much joy in that moment, seeing all of the counter cluttered with a million pans and, and bowls and spoons and all of that and was, was your joy. I really felt you you had so much fun doing all of that and as I was watching it all unfold your joy brought me so much joy.
0: And it's ra- like it's random. It doesn't necessarily make sense. It's not something that was expected of me. I'm not usually like, "Oh, I want to be in the kitchen." And it was joyful. And so I think just being open and curious and fo- following the breadcrumbs of the things that excite you. And letting yourself just be curious and in the moment. And, you know, if you drive past a somewhere that looks like fun and you want to stop in, like let yourself do it. And just release some of those pressures and expectations and be open to the unexpected tiny joys. And I'm going to share something, you know, it
1: just came up for me. And I think this could be maybe the one thing that you do because it's certainly embodies what we were just talking about when I said your joy, even though the kitchen looked like- It was my kitchen. I don't even know what. No one had to clean it up but me. But your joy brought me so much joy. So that's that sympathetic joy or that's that vicarious joy where we feel for someone else, even when their positive experience doesn't benefit us at all. And so that whole idea of- finding joy in someone else's joy is a wonderful way to look at the holiday season. So it goes, I feel like it goes really in alignment with what you're saying, Michelle, allow, allow somebody to do something different. I mean, you know, as long as it's not at the expense of other people and not harming anyone and, and causing suffering, because there is so much joy in seeing, especially if, especially if, the people are, you really love them a lot. Like, I love you so much. And it was so, I was so against what you wanted to do yeah. internally, but I thought I could tell you really wanted to do it. And I thought, so who cares? I mean, it's like, why, why, do we, why are we so quick to, I think, be in that rigid frame of mind that we have to do what we have to do or we, to, we can't do this, we can't. It's just, it was an interesting freeing moment for me saying yes to you last year, but it was also interesting to watch how joyful you were. So think about that as you're going into this season, that idea of sympathetic joy or vicarious joy, that beautiful vicarious joy that we feel for someone. And it doesn't even have to be someone we like. I mean, I've, there've been times when I felt the vicarious joy of, you know, two people sitting on a park bench, looking like they're having the most wonderful, funny conversation so tap into that joy that you can feel for other people because we know that we feel it. The joy that we feel, you know, when we see someone feeding a squirrel. I know that <laughs> I see, you know, just seeing stuff like that. I saw that recently. So Look, think about- I get
0: vicarious joy through Hallmark movies. Yes. I think that's why everyone loves them so much because they're happy and they're joyful and they're pleasant and we want to feel that.
1: So think about that. I mean, really put that in your consciousness that the vicarious joy- what What vicarious joy do you feel? Start to identify places where you you felt that because you have. maybe we just we just haven't named it, but we have you have the vicarious joy that you can feel for someone else, even when their positive experience, their joy does not involve or benefit you at all directly. Mm. You know, sometimes there's a ancillary benefit. but mostly, It doesn't benefit you. It just brings you that smile to your face. It brings you that overwhelming joy that you just can't really put your finger on it, but you can feel it.
0: I love it. Tiny joys.
1: Tiny joys. So
0: tiny vicarious joys. I hope
1: this has helped a little bit. And next week we are going to get dive dive into into more of
0: the feelings of it all.
1: Yeah. There's four particular feelings that we think comes up for a lot of people during the holidays that will go in, in depth and in what has helped us and the experiences that we've had. We hope that this is the beginning of joy for you in the holiday season.
0: Yes. And remember you have a choice and.
1: It's sometimes hard to remember that. We think we have to. So, you know,
0: maybe take, <laughs>
1: I'm going to end with this. Make small choices you for know, yourself. I'm going to end with this. Take, you know, life can have three buckets what we should I think do we talked about this before i know so go back to the bucket episode <laughs> whatever that was what we should do what we have to do and what we want to do so those are the three buckets and certainly during the holiday times there are things we have to do we know that right and we we don't really have to we don't we don't need a bucket that says what we should do what the heck does that even mean let's focus on what we have to do not what we should do and really put the emphasis on what we want to do. So if you can find that one thing that you want to do, and then maybe let the other things that you have to do, maybe try to find that vicarious joy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Try to find the joy that you have in seeing other people's joy. It wouldn't be what you would choose to do, but you have to do it and get rid of the should bucket. Amen. Wow. Maybe we should have started the episode with this. Well, get rid of the should bucket, have only two buckets for this holiday season and for life, really,
0: what you have to do
1: and what you want to do and make a little
0: list. Yeah. You can make them little stockings instead of buckets. Oh, I could make the list.
1: Oh, like have a stocking instead of a bucket.
0: Okay. I got it. That's cute. We've, we've lost a lot. Anyways, I love it. And I hope that this was helpful and we'll continue the conversation next week, but just do your best to honor you and yourself and your needs and take good care of yourself because it's not always easy. And we are here for you. So thank you for listening and being a part of the community. We love you. Yes, we do. So much.
1: Yes, we do. We have vicarious joy in your joy. I mean, I can feel the joy and the, just the energy that you all put out for us. And it's really beautiful. And I love you and I thank you.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. You know, this is also the season of gratitude, and we are so grateful for the whole Barb knows best community and all of the messages that you send and the topics that you request and the support and the community and the love. It's we don't take it for granted, and we are so grateful for all of you for making this small corner of the internet so special and loving and kind. so We send so much gratitude out for each and every one of you listening, and we are so grateful. If you are loving the show and you want to spread the love, tell a friend about Barb Knows Best and spread the word to those who might also want to be in our community. That's always the best way to let people know about the show. Um, and also make sure that you're liked and subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify. If you love the show and you want to help us out, giving us a five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify and leaving a review is hugely helpful and greatly appreciated. And lastly, make sure you're following us on social media at peacefulbarb Barb at Michelle Amiros at Barb Knows Best Pod. That's the best way to stay in touch, ask questions and give podcast topic requests. Lastly, since it is the holiday season, As we said last week, we do have a journaling bundle available and it is so cute and it's such a great holiday any time of year gift and it is available through the link in our show notes. So make sure you check it out. Thank you so much for listening again and thank you mom and we will chat with you next week because as we know, Barb knows best. Bye. (laughs) Bye.